Good morning, everyone. My name is Richard Gottfried, and I'm proud to represent the riding of Calgary Fish Creek, where, where I have lived for 30 years, a thriving constituency that is home to tight-knit communities, innovative small businesses, and tranquil natural landscapes, including, of course, Fish Creek Provincial Park. Thank you for being here on what is a very, very special day. It is wonderful to be joined by my good friend and colleague, Minister Lowen, my colleague, uh, Tanya Furr, who's just arrived here beside me here as well, and Nick Blanchette from the Friends of Fish Creek Provincial Park Society. Our government has a bold vision and mandate for the province, and that mandate includes the protection of our provincial parks and recreation areas and responsible development of our unique tourism assets. We are committed to creating outdoor recreation opportunities and supporting tourism while keeping the needs and priorities of Albertans top of mind. This morning, it is a pleasure to be joined by the Minister of Forestry, Parks and Tourism, and it gives me great pleasure to invite Minister Lowen to share some exciting news for Calgary area residents, all Albertans, and park visitors from across Canada and around the world on how our government is delivering on its commitment. Minister Lowen. Yes, thank you very much, Mr. Godfrey. Appreciate that, and thanks, Tanya, for being here too. And uh, good seeing Nick here and everyone else. It's a great opportunity today for uh, for a great announcement for for Fish Creek Park. It's a pleasure to be here this morning to recognize the importance of building strong partnerships and the positive impact our partners have on Alberta's provincial park system. Our provincial parks are for people; they benefit Albertans and visitors alike. They are a source of tremendous pride for those of us lucky enough to call Alberta home. And they offer endless opportunities to engage in outdoor recreation and spend time with loved ones. Our parks attract visitors from across the country and around the world. I am a lifelong outdoorsman who appreciates our provincial parks and our public lands. Parks are for people to explore, for people to learn, for people to enjoy. Our provincial parks welcome high numbers of visitors. In fact, visitation to our parks has increased by 33% over the past five years. This year, we have welcomed more than 10 million visitors to our parks and recreation areas. Our government is committed to making investments and putting plans in place to support visitors while continuing to protect Alberta's wild spaces. My mandate is bold. We want to see more campgrounds, more recreation and tourism opportunities for Albertans and our visitors to enjoy. And we want to achieve these goals. We want to ensure we are supporting our partners, like the Friends of Fish Creek, who volunteer their time and energy to help preserve our parks. And that's exactly what we're doing here today. For more than 30 years, the Friends of Fish Creek have worked toward the vision of sustainable provincial park that improves the quality of life of Albertans. The Friends came together in the early 1990s, recognizing the growing city of Calgary was leading to an increased number of visitors exploring the park. They committed to developing and delivering educational programs to raise awareness of Fish Creek Provincial Park's unique features and the need to conserve the park for present and future generations. Today, Fish Creek Provincial Park welcomes more than 2 million visitors annually, and the Friends are comprised of more than 700 members and 250 active volunteers. Over the past year, these volunteers have dedicated more than 12,000 hours to the park. That means more than 12,000 hours spent engaging visitors, running educational programs, guiding tours, leading field trips, hosting events, and maintaining the park's trails and day-use spaces. 
Since the beginning of the year, the Friends have planted more than 500 trees, pulled over 2,000 kilograms of invasive weeds, installed pond levelers to support the park's beaver population, and somehow still found time to enjoy the year-round recreational opportunities provided by this special part of our great province. Needless to say, they are deserving of our thanks and support. One of our platform commitments was to support nonprofit park societies, and in 2020, we invested $480,000 over three years into the Friends of Fish Creek. Today, we are investing an additional $750,000 over three years so they can build on their successes and continue to raise awareness and engage visitors in educational programming. These funds will enable the society to hire dedicated project staff and integrate field monitoring and visitor information data into their projects to maximize benefits to visitors and the environment. Supporting the Friends of Fish Creek and other nonprofit park societies was identified by Premier Smith as one of the top priorities for me as Minister of Forestry, Parks and Tourism. I am looking forward to working closely with Nick and the Friends to ensure our government is doing what we can to improve services and deliver value to Albertans. On behalf of Premier Smith, our government and every Albertan, I'd like to thank the Friends of Fish Creek for their partnership and commitment to preserving this special park. Our government understands that investing in provincial parks help drive tourism and supports local economies all across this province. From urban to rural, our parks will be enjoyed. The natural beauty of our province combined with the outdoor recreation opportunities our parks offer year-round is second to none. Our, provinces, our provincial parks are world-class, as are the partners who work tirelessly to help us protect and preserve them. Thank you for being here this morning. Don't forget to go outside today and enjoy a park. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mr. Lowen, for that incredible news. And I can tell you, as a resident of this area for 30 years, where my family grew up here, this is just such exciting news for us, for the evolution of this park and the partnerships that we enjoy. And it's time for us to really embrace, for the residents, not only of Calgary Fish Creek, but there's eight constituencies that border Fish Creek Provincial Park, including Calgary Pagan, with my colleague Tanya Fur here, and the Fish Creek Provincial Park, and the millions of park visitors from around the province and around the world that we welcome here annually. It's now my pleasure to welcome Nick Blanchett, a very good friend, and who happens to be the executive director of the Friends of Fish Creek, and I can tell you they are great friends of this great park, and he's with us here today to offer his remarks. Nick. Thank you, Thank you gentlemen. Well, what an incredible day. Um, as uh, the minister said, last year we uh, celebrated 30 years as the Friends of Fish Creek. Uh, we started as just a, I say we, I wasn't even here then, uh, way before my time. Um, it's just a group of concerned individuals who thought that the park could do with a little help. And here we are 30 years later at this incredible announcement. Um, I'm very fortunate to be able to stand here and receive this, but it's on behalf of our, our members and our volunteers and our really hardworking staff. And we have Chris here, our manager of uh, communications. Chris has been here for 15 years now, Chris? 
That's the level of dedication you see in this organization. So I'm not going to, the minister has said everything about us, and I'm very humbled. Thank you, sir, for your kind words. I just want to say thank you to, to the premier, to the minister's office, and, and his team, and, and to our incredible colleagues in parks who've supported our vision for a community-based program to ensure the sustainability of this park. And I really hope we, we can contribute to help other organizations achieve the same uh, things that we have and look after some other parks. So that's really all I have to say. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thanks, sir. Thank you, Nick. Uh, great words on behalf of your incredible organization. And I can tell you that uh, the partnerships that we enjoy in Fish Creek Park really can be a showcase for the rest of the system, Minister. And I hope that you can keep your eyes on this park to see what can be done when community pulls together. Friends of Fish Creek is an incredible organization, and it's wonderful to be able to recognize not only their contributions, Nick, uh, but also the appreciation they bring to the community and how blessed we are to have this incredible natural amenity right on our doorsteps. Nature on the doorsteps in an urban area is incredible. As I mentioned earlier, Calgary Fish Creek is a thriving area filled with residents and communities that are committed to making a difference. The Friends of Fish Creek are a perfect example, as we've heard 30 years, uh, when they first came together as a small group of citizens interested in learning, uh, learning about the potential impacts of a growing city on their local park. We interface with the city, with urban areas, suburban areas, but we do it in a very respectful way, which I think recognizes both the recreational opportunities, the tourism opportunities, and also the opportunities for us to enjoy nature. Today, the society, as mentioned, has over 700 members and 250 active volunteers. I suspect that that number will grow, Nick, as we move forward to preserve one of Canada's largest urban protected areas, the second largest, in fact, at 13.48 square kilometres. That's a lot of area and, quite frankly, a lot of wild animals here, some of whom come up to uh, the, the communities around us here on occasion as well. But I remind myself that they were here first and we're here enjoying their natural amenities. Fish Creek Provincial Park uh, welcomes more than 2 million visitors, visitors annually, and I can tell you that during the pandemic that number was going up a bit. This was a place, a sanctuary for many. It's home to trails, wildlife, picnic areas, an environmental learning centre where we are here today, the Sokomi Aquatic Facility itself, which consistently welcomes more than 1,300 people daily over the summer months to enjoy that facility as well. This park is an important part of Calgary's First Nations, pioneer and ranching history with support from great organizations like Friends of Fish Creek. We also have Bow Valley Ranch Historical Society represented here today and Alberta Champions, other great partners who will continue to be central to our cities and the province's story and history for many generations to come. So Nick, congratulations to you and your team on such a great uh, an initiative, Minister uh, thank you for making this partnership possible. And now I'd like to ask you to come to the podium to uh, answer a few questions. Minister? Thank you. Yes, thank you very much. And uh, I'll take the easy questions. I'll get Nick to answer the tough ones. So <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I think with, when it comes to why this park, I think this is an important park for the city of Calgary and for the surrounding area. I think it's great to see so much uh, natural habitat right here in the city. And so I think that's, that's one thing. And it is a provincial park, so we need to respect that. Uh, but as far as the, the, the friends and how they'll spend that money, I understand that they want to hire some dedicated staff to do certain jobs. And I think with a, a crew of 250 volunteers, 
that's awesome, but I, but in order to organize volunteers and make that uh, make those volunteer hours efficient and effective, I think it's good to be able to have some other staff on hand to be able to do that. So I'm not sure, Nick. Did you want to add anything to that? Sure. So so Fish Creek Park is 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 unique in many ways. It's the second largest urban park in North America, and it's the only provincial park that's surrounded by a city. Um, so uh, it's a beautiful place, but it gets a lot of use. So that, that creates some unique challenges. Um, we work very hard to empower our, our uh, volunteers and give them the best opportunities in order to, to do our best for them as they do their best for us. So we train them, and we train them in range health assessment and riparian health assessment. We have um, citizen scientists doing water sampling and fish surveys. Uh, we have lead volunteers. So there's volunteers leading volunteers. Um, my group is very small. Um, currently, there's five of us. Um, and we, to coordinate, as, as the minister says, 250 volunteers takes a lot of work, a lot of time, and training them, and also uh, being out in the field with them. So this, this, it's, it's a chicken and egg situation. If we can be just a little bit bigger, we can do a lot more. So uh, for, for each, each uh, dollar that the, the province puts in, we can probably match it two and three times, both with, with other funding that we bring into the organization and the value we can add with this incredible volunteer force. And um, they are a community in themselves. And it, we, we recently uh, had our volunteer awards. As the minister said, 12,000 hours of volunteer time in a year. That's incredible. Also, we have six volunteers who've qualified for the 1,000-hour award. Uh, it's, it's an amazing model. I'm, I'm so humbled to be part of it. And the funding from the province will really help us to do even more. Thank you. So I'll just ask that the media, if they have any questions, they step up to the microphone and say which outlet you're from. <laughs> uh, I, was, I have one uh, both for Nick and one for you as well, Minister, but you're standing at the podium, so we'll start with you here. Um, uh, increasingly, we've seen in, uh, in some of these areas right in the edge of the city, uh, last 10 years, there's been a trend where more and more uh, bears in particular coming into, into areas where, in the case of grizzlies especially, they traditionally haven't been seen here for you know, decades. Yeah. Um, is any of this money or is, there any, uh, or is there anything right now in the province's approach to kind of address that? It's been a, been a growing issue in some of these neighborhoods. Yeah, so I, I don't know of any particular funding or any uh, programs directly on that. That would be under environment and protected areas, the, the management of wildlife. Uh, I, I think there is a growing number of grizzly bears across the province. That's something that we see in rural Alberta too, not just in the areas like this. And uh, so I know they are, that is a concern. I think uh, they're great to see on the, on the landscape. I think we all love that the fact that we have grizzlies here in Alberta. But when it comes to uh, getting into residential areas and in, uh, in farms and stuff like that, I think there, there is some cause to be concerned. So did you want to add anything on that, Nick? And, so if that's good, then I'll, I'll go to Nick with the next question. Yeah, so, just sorry, yeah. small follow-up on that. Uh, I realize that's, that, that, that's more um, kind of a fish and wildlife issue, but at the same time, this is one of those corridors that they use to get in. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of comes down to, like, we, know we had that case of that, uh, the black bear and the cubs um, a couple of months ago. Yeah. Upset a lot of people. They may not be endangered, but it still upsets a lot of people when you see a family unit put down like that over yeah. something that's kind of avoided. 
Yeah, so we do have conservation uh, officers in the area here too. So if there's any any concerns or any uh, sightings of wildlife like that, like bears, cougars, things like that, then they should, you should uh, inform the conservation officers so that they can uh, help manage the situation. I mean, uh, obviously putting animals down is, a, is always a last resort, but uh, but that is uh, that is something that that we we leave to the professionals to take care of, and, and we'd hope that people when they do see the, those animals, they will inform the conservation officers. I'm sorry, I know it's supposed to be two, but if I can, if I can grab Nick real quick, if that's all right with everybody. Um, and uh, uh, Mr. Blanchett, if, if you can, uh, what does this money allow you to do? And is this, it almost sounds like this is more about like managing the park than enhancing visitor experience directly, but maybe I'm misunderstanding kind of where this money goes. So uh, I understand you got a lot of volunteer hours in there, but I'm just specifically, what does this money allow you to do that you couldn't do without it? So um, the initial... Uh Initial idea was what we call um, filling the gaps. So there's so much to do here. It's a huge park. Um, it um, has, I think, the, the latest figures are something like 6 million visits a year. So there's a lot of human use, and people love the creek. Um, they love to walk along the creek. Um, that's great, but what it does is it tends to weaken the banks of the creek and make it vulnerable to, to um, erosion. So we, we spend a lot of our time uh, with restoration work, and there's a lot to be done because the creek runs all the way through the park. Um, and, and you mentioned sort of a visitor experience. Actually, we have volunteers who man the visitor center now who are there to support visitors. Um, now that hasn't happened for, for probably about a decade, I think. Is that correct, Andrew? So, so this is a new program. That funding will help support so that we can support park visitors in learning about uh, where to go, where the highlights are, or if there's a particular animal they're interested in. Um, I believe we've even already helped out in first aid with someone who fell off their bicycle. So we're just pr- trying to provide as a, a bigger net as we can. We have education programs. We have uh, youth nature programs. We have a program called Good Grief, which is um, based on the principle that uh, people who have suffered a traumatic life event um, can be supported by being in nature. So we worked with uh, Mount Royal University on this. And we have volunteers trained in basically just walking in the park with people who've recently suffered uh, bereavement, etc., uh, and to help support them. Uh, and what we've learned from that is, is is at the end of the program, those groups tend to stay together and move on and, and, and continue to support each other. And we had the good news earlier in the year that actually um, a gentleman and a lady who were previously bereaved who were part of that program have now become engaged. So that's another really wonderful story. So uh, if you take a look at our website, you'll find that there's a wide range of programs. There's an awful lot to be done. So the additional capacity provided by the funding allows us to do a lot more. Thank I'll you. Listen dating too. Yeah, I'll listen <laughs> dating too, yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, regardless of this kind of funding, I mean, you're here on the ground year-round. Um, what do you identify as some of the top key priorities that, uh, in terms of needs for this area right now? I mean, we're coming off of what, two years, for example, of, of just a spike in terms of park usage across the province, including these kinds of urban parks and stuff like this. What do you, what do you think are some of the priority needs for this park right now? So a, a really solid plan. Um, there, there was a previous plan, but it's quite old and outdated. 
Uh, one of the things that we've proposed in our, our funding proposal for this is for us to work with our colleagues in parks to develop a 25-year plan for the next 25 years of Friends of Fish Creek and Fish Creek Provincial Park. Um, with the increased usage becomes a, an increased awareness of the environmental issues that the park faces. Um, there's a lot of invasive species in this park that we're working on and trying to combat and move the park back to a more natural state. Um, there are the, the poplar uh, tree population in the park has, has suffered a great deal. Um, it's because um, the, the agronomic grasses that were brought into the park don't really support regeneration of poplars. And in addition, poplars are very sensitive to the type of flooding they get. They need gentle flooding, and all we get is the occasional massive flood. So regenerating that pop, the poplar cop, uh, population will keep the trees in the park. It will keep the habitat for birds and wildlife and make it a more pleasant place to be. So that's a major priority. We're working on that right now, but need more capacity. Um, user groups on the pathways. We do a lot of public education so that you get different people in the same place doing different things. That can lead to some conflicts. We work very hard to work with our public. We have a park watch program where we have volunteers walking in the park virtually every day of the year. And they're there to support park use and observe behaviors. And if there's areas where behaviors are becoming um, untenable with the intentions of the park, then we, we work with, with enforcement in order that they can identify these hotspots and go and further the education programs we have through, through the enforcement programs. So priorities is really very difficult because we have urgent and we have important. Uh, on the urgent side, really, we, we've got to get on top of the invasive species. We've got to get on with the creek bank restorations. We really have to get on with the popular uh, regeneration program. But then the important thing is to maintain what we call the, the concept of an informed user. If you come into the park, we have a lot of programs that will allow you to understand how your use of the park may impact the park negatively and alternative ways of doing things so that we can, we can lower your impact. Just a final uh, follow-up question on that. Sure. I mean, obviously, I can see... It's obvious you, you appreciate the support and the help from the province on this and the, and the funding, especially, you know, as a volunteer group, this is essential. Um, but if we can take that a step further, what, is, what else do you need from the province in the way of support for this particular park? What else are you asking for? Um, I'm not saying necessarily in an adversarial way, but just in terms of the kind of support that you think that this park needs from the province as well. You know, the, the primary thing is, is to really allow the relationship that we've, we've started here to develop in the correct way. There's things that the government will always be better at. There's things that community groups will always be better at. It's, it's, it's honestly acknowledging that and finding better ways to work together so we can both excel. I think um, a small community group, we can move a lot faster than, than a government group can. Uh, whereas the government has funding and they also have the ability to interface more with the, with the infrastructure of the park, we interface more with the people in the park. So I'm working quite uh, closely with, with my colleague Andrew um, from, from um, Alberta Parks in order to really draft a, a cooperating agreement that really acknowledges each organization's strength and then working out a process so that we can both excel. So that's, that's also part of this, this, uh, this funding initiative. Um, uh, just one final question, just for the minister, if I could. Oh, that's great. Thank you. Um, let me uh, step back in terms of what I was talking about before. We saw some, in, some major visitor numbers, uh, particularly over the pandemic and so on. Um, what, what's your role here? I mean, obviously you're, you're you know, you're certainly supporting a, a volunteer group here, but 
when we talk about the province's role for this particular park in terms of the heavy usage, whether it's like the degradation of pathways, whether it's you know environmental concerns here, what is the you know what are the priorities going to be from uh, from the province for this park? Um, what what needs to be done here? I think and, and we have kind of a plan now to to work with all parks in the province as far as making. Uh, making sure that when people come and to to enjoy our parks that there's things for them to do and that they can do in an environmentally safe way and so that's that's a priority right now when we look at our parks and we look at Kananaskis not that far down the road here uh, we see a, a lot of people going a lot of people wanting to enjoy and we have travel alberta trying you know encouraging people from uh, from all over around the world to come and visit alberta and, and enjoy the tourism opportunities here and what we also want to make sure is that when we get people here and when people come to Fish Creek, that they have things to do and not just uh, come and wander around. And, and uh, we want to make sure that they have a great experience. Uh, when we look at uh, the, the number of campgrounds across the province, there are certain areas where, the, where there's not enough campgrounds. We need to expand those opportunities so families have that opportunity to, to enjoy the, the outdoors and enjoy our parks here. And so that's, that's the, the goal, not, again, not just in Fish Creek, but in all the parks across Alberta. One, one more from Minister Lowen. Um, you had mentioned, I, I believe you had mentioned, unless I misheard you, uh, something about visitation data when you were talking about how, how um, you saw the, the priorities for this funding. What exactly did you mean? Can you expand on that? Is there any kind of technology that's going to be in the park to monitor the, the number of people that are coming through? Yes, I, I believe the uh, the monitoring is being done between uh, Parks Alberta and, and the Friends of Fish Creek. And so we've seen... Uh, Obviously, an increase in the last five years. We talked about two million visitors uh, are coming a year to Fish Creek. We see Kananaskis in the millions also going to see Kananaskis. So, so the data is basically already here. But again, we just got to make sure that when when that number of people come, that they can enjoy the, the things here right on the park and not have to, uh, you know, come and just wander around. Uh, you know, Nick had mentioned about how, you know, that when people come, they want to be able to educate them to a certain amount and make sure that they're not damaging the environment by by their use. And, and we want them to be able to use it and use it as freely as possible. But we do want to protect it, and especially with that volume of people. I'll ask for any final questions in the room. And if not, I thank everyone for coming out today and supporting. Yes, thank you very much.